Welcome to Spotlight Conversations with voice talent and DJ Donna Reed. Donna talks music and media from her sunny linoleum-free studio. Come on in. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spotlight Conversations, where I get to talk to some interesting people in music, interesting people in media. And also, I get to share all these experiences with you. Thank you for listening. How's your summer going? Getting back in the swing of things, there's concerts, there's get-togethers, get to the beach, we can travel. 2020 is a distant memory, finally. I want to share some good news that we heard about just last week. Big thank you to Podcast Magazine for covering Spotlight Conversations in this month's issue. That is the July 2021 issue. We found out it's the first podcast to receive a five-mic rating. I can't tell you how excited I was. Now, I say we because there's a couple of folks that help me with this podcast. Yeah, I do kind of a lot of it. But, you know, I got Joe doing the booth announcer stuff, which makes it sound so cool. Mark made all the music that you hear at the beginning and the end. And there's a few folks that are very well versed in social media. And I know when I send them an email or a text message, they're scratching their heads going, how does she not know how to do some of this stuff? So we need to get more people aware of the fact that Spotlight Conversations is out there. But we're very grateful to Podcast Magazine for mentioning for writing such an amazing article. I was just blown away when I read it. If you'd like to read it, go to my website, Spotlight Conversations. Um, I post a blog there. There's also samples of my voiceover work and info about a lot of other stuff I do in media, spotlightconversations.com. So thank you, Podcast Magazine. Wow. Not only do I love podcasts, I also love music, and today I'm in the studio talking with Carrie Colleton, who is the co-founder of Record Store Day. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me. Now, is there two? We had one in June, June 12th, and there's one July 17th, Record Store Day. Is it because making up for 2020 or? Well, it's not really making up for 2020. It's sort of an extension of 2020. Okay. I think everybody knows uh, there was a bit of uh, worldwide upheaval in 2020 and it happened like things started to upheave right around uh, March, I guess, of 2020. Mm -hmm. And Record Store Day is a worldwide event. It is, in fact, the largest single day music event in the world. And that takes advanced planning. And yeah. it takes coordination. And so we were about to announce Record Store Day in in February, March of last year when we started talking to organizers in Italy and Australia and the UK. And we started realizing, you know, having a day where you invite everybody to come to small spaces drink beer together, touch everything, talk, sing, and then go home. It's probably not the best thing to do in April. Yeah, April of 2020, for sure. What's your background that you're able to just take all of this information and micro-encapsulate it into just one day? Oh. Well, I've I've worked for record stores um, since I was in college, which is a, a pretty long time. And I 
Um, I worked in radio and a record store when I was in college. I did mm -hmm. both. And then I have a lot of friends who went the radio route and I went the record store route and I helped open indie record stores. I've worked in them. I've worked for them. I've promoted them. That's actually my job. My job is not record store day. It, record store day is a project that comes out of my job, which is to do marketing and um, help build up a, a a coalition of record stores across the country and then we realized oh in 2008 we realized we should have a day to celebrate all of these stores because in in popular culture and in the press all the big stores were closing fyes towers mm -hmm. those things mm -hmm. but we knew that indie record stores independents across the country small ones larger ones regional chains like um school kids here in where I am in North Carolina yes. uh, was a larger chain. I worked for the record exchange in oh, North Carolina. Goodness. Yeah. I remember them. Yeah. That record exchange is what brought me to North Carolina. I went to school in Virginia and I came down here to open record stores. So I'd been working for or in or with record stores for years. And I still do that. I still get to do that. And I get to listen to them and hear how they've had to change and how they've had to incorporate everything. You know, I think we live in a time of massive technology shift and it happens so quickly and it affects everything. And it definitely affects music and how we listen mm -hmm. to it mm -hmm. and, and all of that. And the stores that sell it have to adapt. And that's just kind of what I do is I just talk to them. I listen to them. I, I, I spend a, inordinate amount of time reading articles on the internet I bet, and, and way too much social media and then we we take it all and we turn it into a big party and and yes there's two this year because last year we split it up into three to kind of give stores a chance as they kind of came out of massive restrictions towards the end of the year mm -hmm. um, a chance to get the revenue they needed to go into the holiday season and when we got to 2021, we didn't really still feel comfortable doing it all on one day. So we split it up again um, into these RSD drops, uh, which is what we're calling them, drop mm -hmm. dates. Mm -hmm. We're really hoping, though, uh, for 2022, it'll be a big party again. But meanwhile, you know, we have two days in 2021 to celebrate record stores. And, and the next one is July 17th. And I, I, it's not a bad thing. It turns out, you know, it was a pretty good decision and it gives people more opportunity to, to celebrate and support those indie businesses, which is never a bad thing. The idea behind Record Store Day is that you work with real, live, physical indie record stores. When you were at Record Exchange with Michael Kurtz, the co-founder as well, is that where you got your ideas or how did you both get the idea for this at the same time or how did that start? Well, it's actually a, a lot of people kind of had the idea um, around the same time. And um, so there was there is a thing. It still exists. It still goes on. It's still a cool day. It's ca uh, called Free Comic Book Day. Yeah. And and that is a day where um, publishers of comic books put out comics that are free when you go to local comic book stores. And so that was an inspiration. We had a couple of stores who are record stores that also sell comics. So they participated in that and they mm -hmm. were like, Hey, this is a, this is kind of a cool thing. And then that was percolating in some people's minds. And then the idea that we need to throw a party and tell people we're still here. 
all of that was kind of percolating at the same time. And we were um, having meetings of record stores, you know, getting everybody together mm-hmm. to kind of brainstorm together. And mm-hmm. Michael, uh, who is excellent at talking to so many people and taking little pieces of what they say and forming them into something, he's really good at that. And Record Store Day may be the best example of what he's able to do yeah by by coming up with that and and then we just kind of talked it through and and hey what what would a day that's a party a celebration of record stores what would that look like um and then it, it grew from there I chatted with him, uh, with Michael, back in December, and he filled me in on everything, also for listeners who weren't familiar with Record Store Day, about how it started in San Francisco with Metallica. And I think 2007? Uh, 2007 was the meeting where we uh, decided to do it. And then, and that was in, I think, September. And then really soon after that, April 2008, was the very first one. The way he talked about working with them, I could tell he had a, a really good relationship with talking to record store owners, musicians, the A&R guys, everybody. He, he does because, well, you know, Michael is a musician and mm-hmm. Michael um, works with management and, you know, not to, uh, not to blow people's impressions or anything, but all those people are just people. Managers, mm-hmm. agents, musicians, Metallica is people. And the reason Metallica jumped and was really one of the first big artists to say, oh, we're totally taking part in this party is because they shopped at record stores and still mm-hmm. do. They mm-hmm. remember that. They remember how cool it is to discover music and, and how much that brings people together. And, and that's really... I think a key to our success is yes, we're talking to, you know, Paul McCartney played in a, in a record store yeah. and you got Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. Who's like, look, uh, Wilco wouldn't be around without record stores and you can put that on a poster. And we did. It's, it's a really human place, right? Where you go yeah. to connect and learn about music from other humans and interact with humans, you can learn about all these bands and listen to all these bands online. Of course you can. And it's very convenient. I listen to some stuff online, but it's all such a human connection. And all these people are just humans. Um, It's so well put. It's like walking into a record store in the neighborhood and maybe your favorite local band is there on Saturday. What? Yeah. I mean, I took to me... You know, I've been asked before, Record Store Day, well, this is our 14th year of doing Record Store Day. And Record Store Day uh, is pretty famous when there's not a pandemic for having, you know, great artists. Like we've had the Foo Fighters twice in two different years playing in a record store. That's that's crazy. The intimacy level of that. Right. And then um, then then a lot of stores have local bands playing Um, in Raleigh here. I know on Saturday. Um, at least two stores have bands playing. Um, and, and that's such a great uh, encapsulation of what record stores do all year long is introduce you to bands and give you the opportunity to meet bands up close. I will never mm-hmm. forget. This is my favorite, I think, record store day memory ever. School Kids Records, Raleigh, North Carolina. One year, a band called All Time Low. They had the number one album and they were coming and they were going to do a signing at school kids and 
the line around the building from the from the beginning of the day i'm getting goosebumps yeah it it was crazy and the thing is it was all younger primarily female but all younger people who maybe this was the very first time they had ever been to a record store and my part in the day was to stand with the lines and and snip off the the so there were so many people we had to give them wristbands and say okay you get in that line uh-huh, if uh-huh. you want to meet the band and i was the one who snipped off their wristband right before they went to meet the band so i was the last like regular person they talked to right before they went to meet the band uh-huh. and i talked to so many girls who were like I had to get Kleenexes and hand them out. They were so excited. They were shaking and they were like, I don't know what to say to them. And I, you know, I said over and over, like, just tell them you love what they do. Just tell them. Thank you. It will be a conversation. And it was just such a powerful experience. And for me, it was really nice because like I said, this is their first introduction to a record store. Yeah. And it was such a, a powerful one that maybe, you know, maybe not all of them are going to come back, but some of them are definitely going to come back and remember, this is what I had at a record store. This is a cool place. I want to go back there again. But you know, some things don't change. Because even though there's a demographic that is not used to going to a record store, that feeling of meeting your favorite artist one on one in a very intimate setting. Generations have done that. And they all love it. I mean, that's just something, just talking about it. And you're saying Foo Fighters. Oh my gosh, if I was going to school kids records and they were there, right? Yeah. If we went there this afternoon. No, yeah. I mean, I would be, this is so cool. Not that amphitheaters aren't great. It's great going to a big concert, but that one-on-one. It's a totally different experience. And you could, here's the thing, like you could meet the next Foo Fighters Mm -hmm. is the band you could Mm -hmm. hear at a record store. It's it, it's it's just crazy to me how all you have to do in a record store they just they just move the racks aside a little bit they don't all have I mean some of them have great stages and built-in sound and all of that and we've actually released quite a few records that were recorded at record stores and that that's super cool like Mumford and Sons played at Bull Moose in Maine on mm-hmm. a record store day. They recorded it. And then a couple of years later, it came out as a record. And that's that's a very cool circular thing for me. Like, oh, we recorded it at a record store and we're releasing it on record store day. That makes all the sense in the world. But a lot of places, they don't have built-in stages. They don't have built-in yeah. Yeah. sound. It's just move some racks aside and do it let people go to town yeah and it's it's yeah it's a pretty special part of what record stores do is is introduce you sometimes literally (laughs) to your next favorite band (laughs) in raleigh today with carrie she's co-founder of record store day you do a lot of traveling how much well obviously not in the last year or so but typically i i I do a lot. I uh, it, it's funny. Just in the last couple of days, I've started planning some trips. Um, actually, some family trips, not even work trips yet, but some family trips. And I'm being reminded, like, wow, I I have a lot of points on this <laughs> hotel card. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it it I do I do a lot of traveling because one of the things 
record store day has grown. And, and again, we started this as just a party. Like we need to tell the world, especially the press, mm-hmm. record stores still exist. They're not all dying. And from there, it's it's just grown as we've literally formed this community of hundreds of independent businesses across the country. And it's it, it's important to recognize they are record stores. They specifically sell this great thing that brings people together. But on the other side of that is they are also independent businesses. They are a, a very special kind of retail and there weren't a lot of resources for them. Like there's not a trade organization just for record stores there and they may have really needed it in the mm-hmm. last couple of decades. There's not an organization that really um, gives them best practices, you know, like you may have opened a record store because you want to hang out with music and talk to like-minded people mm-hmm. or because you thought it was cool, but okay. You've had your store for 10 years now. What, do, do you have staff? What are your HR needs? What do you need to think about? What do you think about? Like, are you going to pass that on to your kids? Mm-hmm. All of these things yeah. that make you a better business or a better business person. We've started like trying, I mean, we're certainly not experts at it, but we're trying to fill the needs as, as it comes up. Like, do we need to be creating some of these records ourselves? We've created several releases and, and compilations to give the stores something cool to offer to draw people in. And a lot of that involves travel and going places and representing record stores at different conferences. And um, we actually created our own conference. There wasn't a conference for the special business that is a record store. So we created it. Um, and it's actually, we took it online last year and this year it's actually happening in August. I'm, I was late for your call because I was okay. plan, planning this conference. That's <laughs> so, great. So you're helping small businesses, communities yeah. all over with doing yeah. what they love and helping yeah. them out. And that leads me to my next question, which is I see record players and I also see albums on occasion yeah. when I'm out there shopping. Do you feel yeah. Record Store Day is a big part of that blossoming industry that a younger generation is embracing? I, I do. I, I really do. I mean, I, it's the least humble thing I could ever say is mm. that, look what we did. But um, the, the vinyl resurgence, I mean, I'll, I'll be clear, vinyl really never completely went away. That's true. There were always record stores that sold vinyl, whether it was, you know, used um, or as Grimey's in Nashville calls it, pre-loved. <laughs> I love that. Um, it was pre-loved vinyl. Like the record exchange always had a, a, a section. Um, I'm pretty sure school kids did too here mm-hmm. in Raleigh. Um, but it started the resurgence right around the time record store day started. And that first year we didn't have everything on vinyl. We still had CDs. We still have CDs now because mm-hmm. you know, that format's not dead either. No matter mm-hmm. what um, yeah. large box stores try to tell you. Um, I do think you start seeing it in the, the culture, right? Like you start mm-hmm. seeing turntables show up in commercials mm-hmm. or you mm-hmm. see uh, films and TV shows shooting things 
in a record store and and they shoot scenes in record stores but the crazy thing to me the really impressive thing to me is they'll shoot a scene in a record store but it's not because the plot necessarily is about a record store it's just Uh this cool thing that these characters do they're not referencing that they're talking about records they're just in a record store because that's Uh what the cool kids do and we definitely see younger people um coming to record stores younger and more female which is completely opposite of what most people think most people think it's um older white guys reliving their youth and going to record stores and that's who buys vinyl and that's definitely not who buys vinyl it's 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 everybody it's across the board and it's it's it definitely has something to do with what we did we did something right for sure i mean i I remember living at peaches records and tapes and orpheus um i got a couple albums still i think i was talking to michael about it um that i'm holding very tight to i think it was the buckingham nicks album i picked up somewhere it might have been orpheus and it's just like oh my gosh that goes with me wherever i go if i ever had to move anywhere (laughs) yeah i love looking at that and finding it i remember finding it yeah Yeah. Well, and see, that's the thing. A lot of times people can remember exactly which store they were in, Mm -hmm. what was going on around them that day when they got this record. Because I personally, I think the best souvenir of travel is to go to an indie record store where you are and ask them, hey, what's your local music section? Where is that? And pick up, you know, or ask the guy behind the counter or the girl uh, what what local bands should I be checking out or what is selling best for you guys right now? Um, I, I think that's one of the best ways to uh, get a souvenir because it's something Ooh. that will viscerally remind you of where you were and how you interacted with that community you went to visit. A special vinyl and CD release comes out with record store date. Does that happen July 17th as well? <laughs> It does. There is a list. I think there's about 170 titles mm-hmm. coming um, only to record stores on July 17th. Um, some of those titles are vi- most of the titles are vinyl. Some of them are CDs. We definitely have CDs. We we have cassettes. <laughs> we have a, a Pearl Jam cassette coming because <laughs> really? um, cassettes are coming back too. Sure, they will. Uh, yeah. Um, so so that's all happening. Some of them are. Uh, reissues or special things like there is a um almond brothers it's called the the final note and it is literally the last notes recorded uh, Dwayne almond he was on stage and then he died after after this recording was made this live recording and they're re- the, the almond brothers are releasing this um and, and then that's pretty cool there's stuff like that and then there's new music there's um you know, special seven inch singles, like cool covers. Mm. And then um, there's just so much that comes out that's that makes Record Store Day special. Um, and the list of titles is on our website and it, it really runs the gamut. Like there's there's R&B, there's jazz, there's rock, there's uh, new wave. Um, there's there's archival recordings like Sinead O'Connor recorded live kind of at the pinnacle of her career i think 1990 Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. but then there's also like brand new music and it it runs gamut because because record stores run the gamut they are not just like i said it's not one type of customer coming in 
to buy the records. It's not one type of music. Like one of our biggest sellers on in June was two actually was Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga. And a lot of people would never associate either of those artists with an indie record store. But yeah, but, but they started, they, they did. But even now I don't think you should have to buy your records at a big box or from Amazon because you like a certain artist. Mm -hmm. Like why wouldn't, you know, they are a musician. Olivia Rodrigo has made an album and it's physically available. Why wouldn't an indie record store be a place where you could go get that record, no matter how mainstream the artist is. So records are for everybody. Everybody's got a favorite. They really do. Uh, It's recordstoreday.com. Get that out there so people can check you out. Carrie, you and Michael Kurtz, co-founders, thank you. Oh, well, thanks so much. I appreciate it. We really uh, we really do love talking about what we do. <laughs> well, you're helping local musicians and local record stores, and that's, that's amazing, and I, I know they love it. Well, thank you for letting me talk about it. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts or your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in.